Bikes Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports. Sign up to Star Sports using promo code BETBITES and on every race at Royal Ascot, you'll get up to £50 back as a free bet if your horse finishes second, beaten by half a length or less. Get pipped, get money back as a free bet with Star Sports and BETBITES. Welcome to the only Royal Ascot podcast that brings you hints, tips, insights and advice on every single race at the most valuable horse racing festival in the UK. This is Bet Bites Royal Ascot. Yes, welcome to Royal Ascot 2022 Bet Bites in association with our friends at Star Sports. Five Bet Bites podcasts this week, every single race dealt with in under 90 seconds to mark your card for every single day of the festival at Royal Ascot in this jubilee year of all years. We've got Luke Elder from Sky Sports Racing and Andy Holding from oddschecker.com to look at every single race. So let's cut the waffle and get on with things. It's Royal Ascot Bet Bites in association with Star Sports. This is Bet Bites Royal Ascot with Star Sports. From oddschecker.com, this is Andy Holding. Race number one on day four of Royal Ascot is the Albany Stakes coming up at 2.30 uh, for the Phillies over at six furlongs. A couple of horses take a huge chunk out of the market here, Morged and uh, Meditate. Certainly not totally convinced that they deserve to be uh, so skinny. Morge was impressive enough at Newmarket, but the time figure wasn't that sensational. So uh, I thought two to one was plenty, um, plenty tight enough there. Uh, Meditate's form over in Ireland's okay. Again, time figure-wise, nothing really special. Similar to quite a few of uh, Aiden's deals this year. Don't really set the world alight. The Antarctic was disappointing. And other than Big Brown Bear, um, they haven't really shown that much. So I'd be against the front two in the market here, and I'm going to look for some uh, nice uh, chunky bits of value for us uh, and put up two against the field. Beautiful Eyes would be the number one choice. 40 to 1 you can get for this filly, which is a crazy price. She was fourth in the Marygate last time out. Very good race, very hot on the figures, and she just basically got outpaced uh, throughout that race. But uh, to be fair to her, she's kept on really strongly to finish, like I say, fourth, only got beat three lengths. And prior to that, she was good at both Air and Kempton. Now, she does look a little bit to the left, uh, so that's obviously going to be um, taken into account. But look, she is a such a big price that um, I'm prepared to overlook that slight negative. The other one I'm uh, quite keen on, again, at the price, is Alvinia. Uh, horses just had the one run. Uh, victorious at Newcastle, and she, she showed a good bit of uh, tenacity that day to beat the Tona Lady, who'd uh, got some really solid form going into that. She ran in the Marygate the time before, so she was up against now back number. I love the way she got her head down and battled on that day um, in um, in what was a, a very tenacious performance. Uh, and Kevin Ryan's uh, two-year-olds are running quite well. He, he had a lovely winner at uh, Thursday of the day, similar type of filly with plenty of substance. So the fact that this is only Kevin's second two-year-old run of the week has to be a significant factor and we can get 33 to 1 for this girl so 40 to 1 33 to 1 two each way bets there if you shop around you get four or five places hopefully one of those will be eaten the frame at the very least bet bites royal ascot in association with star sports from sky sports racing this is luke elder
the second race on day four at Royal Ascot is the 305. That's the Commonwealth Cup. Uh, it's one of the better additions to Royal Ascot in, in recent years. And I do really like Eras, who was very unlucky uh, last time around at Newbury. Behind Tiber Flow, who does reoppose, but Tiber Flow will be a bit of a bigger price. And for good reason as well. I, I do think that the Haggis runner got first run. Eras, just given a little bit too much to do by Jim Crowley. That shouldn't be too much of an issue over at, uh, at Ascot. I think the track will suit perfectly. Things, again, didn't really go right in the, the trial for this race back at Ascot a couple of starts ago but I do think a, a bigger field is going to help out and Eras is very much the one that I'd like to decide with at a massive price I thought Booney was of interest for, for Kevin Ryan and Kevin Stott uh, travels really well throughout his uh, races was fourth last time around at uh, York that was a day that nothing really made up any sort of ground whatsoever from the back of the field but Booney did yes he flattened out a, a little bit but I do think there's more to come from Booney and Kevin Ryan and Kevin Stott can at least have one go close at a big price but I do really like Eras in this and hopefully Richard Hannon can get a Royal Ascot winner along with Jim Crowley Get the top hat and tails ready it's Bed Bites Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports First of the big field handicaps comes up in, in the uh, in the chapter of the third race at Royal Ascot on day four. It's the Duke of Edinburgh Stakes at 3.40 over a mile and a half. Now, uh, based on what we saw um, on the third day, the uh, mile and a half King George handicap, and predominantly what we've seen so far um, throughout the course of the week on the round track, a low number probably isn't as big a disadvantage as it has been in recent times. I put that down to the very fast ground and the fact that Horses that break well, go around the inside, are actually holding their position down the straight where normally the fast finishes, i.e. the high draw, which are shuffled back to the pack, fail to get a look in. So I think we're looking at a totally different dynamic uh, for this race than we would normally be. So I'm going to go with the low-drawn horses here, who I think are much better than their current mark. In fact, I think they're both of these two I'm going to mention are group horses in a handicap. First of them is Trawler Man, uh, supposedly one of John Gosden's derby horses last season. That didn't quite work out albeit he did run really well in um, the uh, Sandown Derby trial behind none other than Alan Kerr and, of course, Derby winner uh, Yadir. And just to put um, the icing on the cake, we had Yabir and Lone Eagle in it as well. So uh, that run alone off a of mark of 93 is exceptionally good. Uh, and then, unfortunately, we didn't see him again until um, over a year later when he ran at Chelmsford the other day. Sent off favourite. He raced all the way around the wing, on, right on the outside, expending a lot of energy by pulling hard in what was a very strong in race. Any normal mortal would have definitely fallen through the back of the telly, but this fella kept on digging in and running hard all the way to the line to pull out this, all the stops. I think he's a really smart horse, and hopefully John and Thady Gosden and Frankie Dutoy's look will change. And the other one here is the Irish Raider, Mashaw. Uh, Johnny Murta never makes too many mistakes when he brings horses over, and I do think this is a very smart horse in the making. When he quickened up to win last time out at the Curra, he ran the last three furlongs quicker than none of the native trailing uh, Brad the Brief on the same card. So he's obviously very, very useful. He missed the Wolferton stakes to come for this to exploit his marker 99. So those are my two against the field in the Duke of Edinburgh. Mashaw and Trawlerman. For advice and support to stay in control of your gambling, visit begambleaware.org. Really looking forward to the Coronation Stakes, which uh, sees the return of Inspiral to a race course. Obviously, no homeless songs this time around, but Inspiral, who we've missed for the first part of this uh, season, no guineas uh, charged for Inspiral, but 
does come here. It's unbeaten in four starts, obviously by Frankel out of Starscope, who was a, a very good race mare herself. She's produced the likes of Celestran and Astrologer uh, thus far. She managed to, uh, a few years ago, place in a, a 1,000 guineas as well behind Homecoming Queen. Everything on paper says that Inspire was a good racehorse, and she's proven that on the, the course as well. I do think she'll take a lot of beating today, uh, I must say. I know Cachet's got form this season, has got a bit of uh, form to overturn with Inspiral, but she's had a hard season uh, thus far, has Cachet, and maybe the freshness of Inspiral might just help after a pretty frustrating uh, day three for uh, Frankie Dottori. Uh, if you're looking for one at a bigger price, uh, Grand Dame for John and Thady Gosden is interesting. Uh, it'll be around a 14 to 1, 16 to 1 chance, unless there's a, a bit of support. I thought ran a huge race last time around to finish second at uh, York behind Fontaine came from a long way back and I think Grand Dame is very much uh, one that could go well at a price but in spiral uh, the one for me hopefully it's an August and finish plenty of top tips and absolutely no waffle this is Bed Bites Royal Ascot Race five at Royal Ascot on day five is the Sandringham Stakes for the Phillies, and uh, it's a very competitive affair. But at least we've got some idea of how the draw might pan out, courtesy of all the straight track races in the last couple of days. Looks as though most of the jockeys are heading towards the middle to far side of the track, so the low-numbered horses, I think, uh, probably might be favoured here. And the one that absolutely jumps off the page of you here, uh, given the trainer's um, record in this race and the fact that she's um, drawn uh, low in store five, is Fresh Hope from the Charlie Fellow Stabber. Now, Charlie's won this race twice in the last three years uh, with Thanks B uh, three years ago and then with none other than uh, Onassis two years ago. So he's obviously got an affinity with this race. And it looks as though he's laid this girl out for this race specifically. Third behind Rogue Millennium, who went on to win the Lingfield Oaks trial uh, on her debut this season. Uh, she was a four to seven shot that day, but she looked just looked as though A, she didn't stay and B, she needed the run. Um, and But she was much better when she was dropped back to Marley the day at Doncaster. Missing the break, getting hampered at the start. She was last turning for home, but she powered her way through the field on the bridle and then showed good battling qualities to get the job done in the latter stages. I, I marked her down as a horse at full value for that uh, narrow winning margin. She's got a hold-up style, which is absolutely tailor-made for this track, i.e. drop right out. And Hayley Turner, having ridden both of uh, Charlie Fellows' um, winners has got the leg up. I think a mark of 82 is e extremely exploitable and I, I rate her my best bet of the day on day four. Uh, the penultimate race uh, of uh, day four of Royal Ascot is the King Edward VII stakes over a mile and a half. Uh, generally, it's kind of regarded as a, a, a race for non-derby horses, but Towards the head of the market, we've got Changing of the Guard, who ran in the Derby. Ottoman Fleet didn't, but has only had a couple of uh, runs. So it is an interesting little race upcoming, but Changing of the Guard ran a good race in the Derby, finishing fifth behind Desert Ground. It never really looked like uh, winning, I, I must say that, but didn't really uh, perform too badly and had to come from a, a little way back in the, uh, the field. But I do think better is capable uh, from uh, from Changing of the Guard for Aidan O'Brien and Ryan Moore, who are now uh, amongst the winners, of course, at Royal Ascot this week. But I'm going to go for the Godolphin. Uh, runner in the form of Ottoman Fleet who there was plenty to like about that run last time around at Newmarket that was in the fairway
Subway Steaks that went straight into Listed Company after tasting defeat at Newbury in a maiden. Beat Zane Sarinda last time around and much like we see on, on the Roly Mar quite a bit, there was a, a stand side rail bias. Zane Sarinda got onto the rail and yes, Ottoman Fleet wasn't exactly in the centre of the course but did have to come off of things late on in the, the day and did come home pretty strongly. Savvy Victory uh, was back in third place that day who is going to be a bigger priced runner for Sean Woods uh, who had a good runner at uh, Royal Ascot on day three. James Doyle takes the ride on Savvy Victory but Ottoman Fleet is a horse that I like and I do think Ottoman Fleet could well give uh, William Buick and Charlie Appleby another the winner on the week. Bed Bites Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports. The final race on day four of Royal Ascot is the uh, Palace of uh, Holy Road House Stakes, a five furlong sprint handicap. A game, maybe middle to low draw, could be the answer here. Uh, the first name on the team sheet is Ladies Church for the Johnny Murta stable. This horse has been plying its trade enlisted in group level to a very high standard over in Ireland. Third behind Sacred Bridge last year at the Curra in a group three. Second behind uh, Geocentric who's very much proven that she's trained on um, so far this season. And then herself when she came back to action at Cork the other day, she was second to the aforementioned uh, Gerlines trade Sacred Bridge. There's plenty of horses who um, are very highly rated in that race, including the fourth horse, uh, Brosteg, who went on to win at Nace next time, uh, low in the colours of Logo Hunter, and then uh, popped up in a group two at Chantilly the other day. So, like I say, this horse has been really uh, um, in very choppy waters of late. She's got a lovely, lovely middle draw. She goes through her races really well, and she's got a good smart turn of foot at the end of the race as well. And fast ground is absolutely ideal for her. My other choice was Corker, but not necessarily sure that uh, stall 24 is going to do Carl Burke's uh, horse too many favours, particularly as he's often very slowly away. I think that could be his Achilles heel on this occasion, so I've dropped him off the list and I'm just going to put all my eggs in, eggs in one basket and go with Ladies Church each way in at the finale on day four. So ends another edition of Royal Asker Bet Bites in association with Star Sports. Thank you once again to Star Sports for being with us all this week. And of course to our contributors Andy Holding from OddsChecker.com and Sky Sports Racing's Luke Elder. We are back for one more edition, one more go at this. Let's see what we can do on a Saturday at Royal Ascot 2022. Please always gamble responsibly. BeGambleAware.org for more information. This is a sports betting media production and we'll see you for Saturday's Royal Ascot card. Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports. Sign up to Star Sports using promo code BETBITES and on every race at Royal Ascot you'll get up to £50 back as a free bet if your horse finishes second beaten by half a length or less. Get pipped, get money back as a free bet with Star Sports and BETBITES.